Generation Z, I've noticed that we're always so focused on making an impression rather than an impact. Don't be focused so much on who's watching what I'm doing, who's hearing my podcast, who's listening to my sermons, you know, who's who's looking at me pray. No, no, no. Just just seek ye first the kingdom. Make an impact where you are. Hey, I'm Amani. And this is Elijah. And this is the Deeper Waters Podcast by Pistanas Bros. Diving right into the waters right here. <laughs> so essentially, we are here to give some sort of Gen Z Bible study, you could say, where we are here as Gen Zers, and we are here to come to you and bring God's word. We are Gen Zers. We were, we're, we're told off that we're stupid, and <laughs> we might just be validating that point right now. But anyways, going into what we were looking at earlier, we're just trying to follow that same call to be fishers of people or what we believe disciples. Simply, you could call us Piscatas Rose. What does Piscata mean? If you actually look at it, Piscato is the Spanish word for fish. And we wanted to create a name for being disciple makers, being fishers of men, and fishy dudes did not sound good. <laughs> There's a difference between fishing as a lifestyle and fishing as a hobby. And when you're living to be a disciple maker, you're pushing yourself, but when you push yourself so much, sometimes you'll you'll eventually get to that state where you, where you just start doing it. What, what, what would really happen if we, if we were wrong? Nothing. But if we were wrong in the other way, man, what... what? What would that life be like? 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 Welcome back to the Deeper Waters Podcast. We're very excited to have another interview episode. Yes. Uh, it's going to last awesome. very well, and we plan on doing a couple more of these just to go forward. But today we have on Henry Flores, and we're very glad to have him on the show. So, Henry Flores, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Well, let me just say that I'm very honored and privileged to be on the Deeper Waters podcast. I uh, honor both of you guys, Brother Amani and uh, his colleague. I, I forgot his name. Is it Caleb? <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. Uh, it's uh, Elijah Wilson. Right. Elijah, I'm you're sorry. Good. Oh, you're good. Man. <laughs> that's oh, so no, funny. You're good. We, can just, we can just edit that out. There you Brother go. Elijah, <laughs> uh, I'm, very, I'm very thankful for you guys. Uh, Thank you for starting this podcast, these Piscatos Bros Ministry. It's very needed during this time. And uh, well, my name is Henry Flores. I am 22 years old. I live in Dallas, Texas. I attend, yes, the beautiful, (laughs) wonderful state of Texas. And uh, I attend uh, Tabernacle of Life, Tabernacle de Vida. It's a Spanish ministry and God has placed me there since 2019. Very honored wow. to serve under my pastor, Esau Garcia. And that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I am a contractor and mm-hmm. I pretty much help out in my church, uh, the media team, teaching Bible studies, preaching whenever uh, the opportunity opens. And yeah. That's pretty cool. Your Instagram pretty much just sums up your life. Yeah. (laughs) So I know, I know you got your podcast in there um, and all that. Um, You said you do contracting, and is that a business or do you just like work somewhere else or how? how Yes. So you have a business. So I do actually. Henry and Smith Construction. Hmm. I started. I started it. Well, it wasn't before I became a contractor. I was actually a painter. And it was Henry and Smith Painting Services back in 2020. And as I, you know, started small, started painting Mm -hmm. people's houses and doors and whatnot. And my clients would always ask me, they were like, hey, Henry, do you know how to install tile? And I would Mm -hmm. always be like, no, you know, there would always be opportunities to do more work than just painting. And I would always lay it off. So I Mm -hmm. came up with the bright idea. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a contractor and contract these projects out, make some extra cash. And with the help of the Lord, um, I was able to become a contractor. And that's pretty much what I do for a living. I'm also a project manager uh, at a construction company as well. So I'm a project manager full time and I contract on the side. So it's pretty cool. 
Businessman <laughs> That sounds pretty uh, good. I'm actually pretty sure Caleb here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Caleb. Uh, Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Elijah actually did a lot of. Yeah, uh, I did a lot of construction for a few years. Construction's a fun, a fun sometimes and rough. A lot of rough work, but it's fun to do. Work with your hands. I love that. Um, for, for our first question here, we would ask, um, what have you been studying in the Bible recently? Um, have you had any like burden to have uh, any parts of recently in your life that uh, you've been studying or anything that you've been going into recently? Absolutely. You know, during this season, um, I've, been, I've been hearing a lot from the Lord, and it's been three months now that there's just this one word that resonates within my soul, and that word is unity. God has mm-hmm. been really dealing with me during the season to, to preach and teach and um, let people know that it's time to get united as a whole. I wanted to share some scripture, if that's, mm-hmm. if that's okay, yeah. just real yeah. quick. Um, in Psalms 133, the Bible says, How good and how pleasant it is for when God's people live together in unity. It's like precious oil poured on the head, running down the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down to the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Sion, for there the Lord bestows his blessings, even life forevermore. And 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and what there be no divisions among you but that there be perfect but that you be perfectly united in mind and in thought and i feel like we're living in a time where there is nothing but division mm-hmm. you know right. as you begin to see you know you you begin to see the world through our through our eyes you start to see division throughout the globe throughout our nation, throughout our churches, throughout our homes. You know, what once was called United States of America is now United, divided States of America. You know, there's just so much division going on in culture and race and, you know, economically and, uh, you know, politically. There's just so much division. And that's something that's been resonating within my heart here recently is just to, to stay united. You know, it's mm, biblical. Yes. It's godly. It's, you know, the Bible says in Matthew 12, 25, Jesus is like a house divided cannot stand. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to tell whoever's listening to this podcast, a church divided cannot stand. A Mm -hmm. bride divided cannot stand. You know, God's people divided Mm -hmm. cannot stand. And, you know, I just, I just pray that, you know, whoever's listening will get a burden to want to get unified, to get united in this last hour, because that, you know, if, if you begin to see our enemy's tactic, it's always deception, division, and destruction. And, mm-hmm. you know, you begin to see it throughout the course of Scripture, throughout the Bible, throughout, you know, the world, throughout our lives. And I feel like there's just so much division going on right now. And the only way that we'll be able to move forward and fulfill what God wants us to do is if we are united. So, yes, I've actually, I, I believe that's exactly what the last interview person said. I know a lot of person act people have been answering with this. And I know I've heard a lot of messages about that recently. I feel like, you know, what you're saying, we need to be united if we're in one kingdom. Yeah. I mean, if we're two legs, the same body, we have to be working together to stand. Yeah, absolutely. We have to be exactly. united in spirit and in truth. So mm. when we're together, exactly. we're that much more effective and we can't really stand if we're divided. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. You know, we all have different gifts, but it's just it's the same spirit. And it seems like everybody's hearing the same thing from mm-hmm. the same spirit. So that's really, right. really good to hear. Um, so next up, we kind of want to ask, what is the story of brother flores what is what is the testimony the background anything that you want to share about the life ministry mainly life will focus on the ministry background of brother flores (laughs) brother henry well (laughs) i used to not be brother flores i Mm. used to be ricky licious Um, really (laughs) wow wow yeah um, I tell you guys, I grew up in the church, you know, as for as long as I could remember. I remember before getting into church, I was, you know, I, I started, okay, let me start all over again, because mm-hmm. I, 
Oh, that's I, right. My mind just I'm, exploded. I'm gonna be real with you. We're still over here thinking about Ricky Lush. You gotta explain. You gotta explain. We're over here like trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? Yeah, you definitely need to explain that. But go ahead. Go ahead. So it all starts with my family. You know, my family was never in the church until I turned three years old. Um, mm. I remember very clearly all of my family would drink and smoke and party until we started going to church. And I started, I went to an apostolic church since I was three years old. And I went to, I grew up in the church, you know, I go to youth camps, uh, conferences, I'd go to church every Sunday. Um, I always grew in the church. And there's a saying, they're like, you know, you might grow up singing hymns, but you might not know him. I always grew up knowing about Jesus, but I never grew up knowing Jesus, you know, and um, I never had a relationship with God. And, you know, I was always, you know, the world was always on the back of my head and it was always the plan. You know, as soon as I you know, graduate from high school, leave my parents' house, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to mm. party. I'm going to drink. I'm going to smoke. I'm going to do all the things that I wasn't allowed to when I was at home. And, um, you know, even though I had that on the back of my mind, I always had a desire to serve the Lord. Uh, since a very young age, I remember, you know, playing the, the drums at church. I would teach Bible studies, you know. I would, I've always enjoyed teaching Sunday school. Mm-hmm. I would always, you know, even though, you know, I wasn't perfect, I remember at school, people would say that God wasn't alive and I'd show up the next day with the Bible and say, Hey, I, I believe in God and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I always had, you know, I always, I never denied, you know, Jesus, but mm-hmm. I never really wanted to live according to his standards, you know, according mm-hmm. to his word. So when I turned 17, I graduated, I moved from San Antonio, Texas to Dallas, Texas. It's like a mm-hmm. five hour difference. Wow. And, you know, I started, I started um, going to church, but it didn't last very long until I backslid. And throughout the course of like 2018 to like mid-2019, I backslid horribly. Mm. I started, you know, doing a bunch of drugs, hanging out with the wrong people. I would party. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I reached the breaking point uh, during 2018. It was like in September. Um I went to New Life Austin, it's a church in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, I was elected as a youth leader, and that kind of convicted me to want to, you know, uh, go to church and take the things of God serious. So I did, you know, I went to church and I tried my best, but I got heartbroken, dude, mm, and I, I never had rough. a life of prayer. Yeah, dude, it's it's mm-hmm. tough when you don't have a relationship with God, you know? Yeah, it's yes. tough when you think that just going to church is enough. It's not enough. It's not enough just to go. It's not enough just to be present. It's not enough to just tithe. There has to be a relationship with God. And whoever's here in this podcast, I want to encourage you. Don't just, don't just be comfortable with your church attendance. Don't be comfortable with just tithing. Don't be comfortable with just showing up or, you know, going to the conference. You know, I want to encourage you to have a relationship with God. Pray, read fast, build that relationship because without it, you know, without a relationship with God, you're going to be bound to backslide. It's it's just, mm-hmm. you're going to be bound to fall. You're going to be bound to go back to your sinful ways or whatnot. So, you know, I started trying to take God serious, but then, you know, I got a heartbreak, I backslid, and that's mm-hmm. when I started doing even worse. You know, I started mm-hmm. doing more drugs, more alcohol. I clubbed every mm-hmm. single weekend for months until, until I... I uh, I did this. I, I started experimenting with drugs, with you know, cocaine and whatnot. And one day I woke up, and I kid you not, uh, bro, I wanted to just kill myself. I felt oh, wow. awful. Mm. I wanted to just end my life. I was like, you know what, dude? I'm a mess. I'm a drug abuser. Mm. I'm an alcoholic. I would drink wine every single week, bro, if not almost mm. every day. Um, mm. You know, I was just, I had nicotine poisoning, so I couldn't smoke anymore. I would just be heavily involved with all of the sinfulness. And I was mm. just done with it. And mm. I remember, man, I, I remember uh, I was at my best friend's apartment at the time. It was a third story. And I went outside. I opened the door. And I 
I, I grabbed the balcony, like the, the railing, and I was about to jump off when I looked at the rocks that were, you know, at the very bottom. And I'll never forget that day, guys, because I remember as I was looking at those rocks, I started to look at the rocks and I, I started to look at the trees and I started to look at the clouds and the blue sky. And before I jumped, I remembered, I was like, you know what, dude, I used to go to church. I used to, I used to serve Jesus. I used to, you know, play the drums. I used to, I, I served a God that was able to do anything. And I walked back inside and I prayed this prayer to the Lord. I said, Jesus, I said, if you get me out of this mess, I promise you I'll do great things in your name. That same day I went to church mm -hmm. on Sunday. I repented of my sins. I went to NAYC two weeks later. God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Started teaching Bible studies ever since. Been teaching, started teaching Bible studies like crazy, dude. Six days out the week for months, and then co that that was in uh, mm. that was in 2019. You know, the okay. the, re the remainder yeah. of 2019, I was just teaching Bible studies. Mm. I was just discipling wow. people. I, you know, the Lord was just using me mightily, and I wanted to stick to that promise I made. I said, if you get mm -hmm. me out of this mess, I'll I'll do great things and. Sure enough, you know, I never again did drugs, alcohol, never had suicidal thoughts. Um, I started teaching Bible studies and, um, I, I began to disciple some of my family members and wow. win them to the Lord. And I, uh, and then COVID happened. Mm, yeah. You know, COVID yep. happened and you guys are well aware of <laughs> oh, the lockdown, yeah. the quarantine mm -hmm. and, that didn't stop me, guys. I said, mm. you know what, man? It's awesome. You know, we're, we're locked in. I'm going to start, I'm going to start a Bible study. I had a friend mm. who called me one night. He had just broken up with his girlfriend. He said, Hey, <laughs> man, can we, uh, have a Bible study? I said, let's do it. And mm. I remember it was just me and him. I said, next week, let's, uh, let's, let's, I'll bring my cousin. You bring your cousin. And sure enough, I brought my cousin mm. and I told him, you know what, dude, we're going to have an all men Bible study through Zoom. Mm -hmm. And, that's kind of the birthplace of the Men of Valor ministry, the Men mm. of Valor podcast. Uh, oh, we started having, Whoa. we started having nothing. I invited all of my guy friends and I'm not going to lie, guys. I sent out like 50 invitations and only seven of my friends came. But Ooh, hey, let me tell you rough. something. Yeah. I, pre I preached that day. That was the first time I had ever preached in my life. And I titled the message Christ over COVID. And I wow. preached with everything I got. And I'm telling you, we had a whole, Oh, can you guys hear me? You broke out for just a half a second. <laughs> oh, there we go. We had a Holy Ghost Zoom Bible study meeting. We started speaking in tongues. We prayed some people through. We started just praising in the spirit. And I said, you know what? I'm going to keep this up. So sure enough, we kept doing the Bible studies. And God has been so gracious to me, man. We've been able to do that. And now, you know, I'm able to serve in my church. I was promoted to media director and wow. I, you know i help my pastor minister lead worship not not lead worship lead the service and mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. um preach and teach and that's just been that's been pretty much my story man that's wow. that's, that's kind of the spiritual awesome. side of my story yeah it's definitely <laughs> i felt like i was listening yeah. to like a short summary of like a movie mm -hmm. like this is the wow. Henry movie this <laughs> Definitely, like I thought, I had a tear. Like you yeah. said, I was looking at the rocks. Like I mean, not yeah. like to belittle that. No, but no, was that was like, amazing. That was like right? a true product of this. Like man, like I thought that had a tear, bro. Like I mean, <laughs> wow. like but it's just like That's I mean, powerful. do you? I mean, I guess I could ask. Like, do you think that yeah. level of brokenness was necessary for you to really see? Like, oh, like I need God. Absolutely, bro. I would have never, and I mean never, bro would I have taken God serious if it wasn't for my brokenness? You know, mm -hmm. the prodigal son didn't realize what he had until he lost it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's something. And I didn't realize what I had until I had nothing left. Mm -hmm. And I said, why do I even want to live? And God's mm -hmm. like, I'll give you a second chance. Move from guilt to grace. Come on now. Yeah. And sure enough, man, it's, it's definitely... On my end, right? I think everybody's story is different, but I know yeah. on my end, it really helped me, you know, be broken. And and that's not even half the story. You know, I, I grew up in a broken home. You know, my stepdad mm -hmm. was very abusive. 
Um, so I grew up with a lot of hate towards me, a lot of, you know, it, it was just a very toxic environment, which led me not want to pursue God, not want mm-hmm. to live for him. So, you know, so yeah, yeah it's been, it's been a ride. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's a really interesting story. And mm-hmm. that's the one thing too, like, even when you came to God, you said you were in the radius of God. That doesn't mean yeah. that you're going to be having everything and even when you are with god not that doesn't mean everything's automatically just going to be nice and i mean mm-hmm. elijah and i were just exactly. talking about that but also i really like what you really emphasize that point of just like radius is not the same as relationship being mm. near being in the yeah. presence of god even right. i talked about in the old testament how the presence is to come upon people mm-hmm. but that's right. not the same thing as having him inside of you and having a spirit and having a relationship yeah. Having a connection with them, going to God when you need Him, and all that—that that is right. just a, a prime example of why a relationship, mm. a true prayer life, is one hundred percent necessary and crucial to not only overcome the things of life, but to really enjoy it and to see the purpose. Exactly. Even why to live. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, man. This this world has gotten so used to and so comfortable with just having a touch from God. And not mm. having God fill them with the Spirit. Yeah, that's they so like true. to go through the motions. They like to feel, you know, they like to, they, they just like to feel good. They like to feel justified by what the preacher says or what a song says. And it's like, <clears throat> there's more to that stuff, you know, it's more than just the feeling. You got to get filled with His Spirit. Mm. And, uh, just want to throw that out there. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. That's like you said, a lot of people only want to touch, but like, they don't really want to hear what He says. They don't really want to, do right. anything like they, they mm-hmm. just want to they just want to okay that's good enough that's enough yeah right so. absolutely so how you went into the part where you talked about how that kind of grew into your ministry those those zoom calls um if you'd like to go into detail on people that are listening here that may maybe have never heard um listen to your podcast what what kind of really is in that what what is your goal in, in your podcast what do you want to get across while you're doing that well i actually my podcast is actually, I haven't launched it yet. It's called the About okay. Podcast. And that's where we'll be talking a little about a lot, mm-hmm. you know, in regards of ministry, relationships, careers, and mm-hmm. a little about some random stuff, to be quite honest. I had an yeah. interview two days ago with a friend of mine, and all we were talking about was Australia. So it's mm. going to be a fun project. Yeah, but the men of good. the men of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the men of valor, it, it really emphasizes young men. Um, we are, we are the men of the hour. Mm-hmm. We are the men of valor. We are chosen, elected, selected, appointed, anointed for such a time as this. And I saw a need and God, you know, birthed that in me like, Hey, you know, there's a generation of young men that not only need you, but they need me. And the reason they're going to reach me is through this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's through the zoom Bible study. It's through mm-hmm. this ministry. And, um, yeah, I just, we, we have our, our mission and our vision is to equip young men to fulfill what God has called them to do. And mm-hmm. whatever way, shape, or form that looks like, you know, we always have, once a month, we have a young man just bring us a word. We have an evangelist bring us a word. We have mm-hmm. a Spanish speaker bring us a word. And it's just for young men to kind of grow and hear the voice of God. You know, because we need to be surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. We need to be surrounded by a healthy environment, by by young men that are on the same route. You know, if we're Mm -hmm. we're moving, we're we're growing. You know, I'm going where we're growing. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much what that ministry is. It's for young men to really and women. You know, Mm -hmm. apparently the podcast statistic says that 27 percent of the podcast listeners for the Men of Valor podcast are women. So. I think they, they enjoy it as well, but yeah. it's it's for young men just to equip them, to educate them, to encourage them. It's really a, a safe place for young mm. uh, men to come. And we've had great testimonies. I tell you wow. guys, um, they're, they're the, my favorite te- my favorite story, man, is mm-hmm. JC. JC mm-hmm. is a uh, he was a senior in Texas State University. He joined the Bible study, and I want y'all to imagine this. We're having a Zoom call and we have, uh, you know, uh, a new guy hop in. He's shirtless. He has flair. He has hair as long as a girl and he has some bongs in the back. 
Wow. So I'm telling you, like, it, it, we've had all types of men hop in. And mm-hmm. you know what happened to JC, man? He mm. joined that week. You know, I preached the word. We, 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 were, we were having a discussion. And the, the following week, he got baptized wow. in Jesus' name. Wow, Went back to amazing. his school. He, ever since he got baptized, he started bringing a new person to his church every single week. Wow. Like okay. every single week, you guys, I'm not even joking, men mm-hmm. and women, he would just go to his library and, and read his Bible and people mm-hmm. would come up to him and be like, hey, what are you reading? What church do you go to? How, you know, you look like you're in a relationship with God or whatnot. How do I get mm-hmm. connected? And wow. I just want to encourage somebody who's listening to this, like, don't be scared to, you know, do things like that. Don't be scared to listen to Christian music. Don't be scared mm-hmm. to read your Bible, you know. That, that intrigues people. That's like, oh, you know, what is he doing? What is she up to? Um, mm. She looks like she goes to church. How can I get connected or whatnot? Because to be honest, we're the only Jesus this world sees. Mm-hmm. And we're the only Bible people read, you know, and it's good to be an example. So, yeah, JC cut his hair and started wearing shirts to the Zoom Bible study. <laughs> started wow. discipling a bunch of people and he's off to Hawaii now, just doing great things there. So. You know, just just the small testimony that was, you know, yeah. some of the things that happened at the Men of Valor podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's just so important nowadays to give that place that you talked about, a, a safe place to people to come to. This world is so full of darkness that when we create places like that, I think it's so vital for the Christian community to be able to grow, that we give that open up that space for them. Because so many times people don't know where to turn to. And when you open those doors... I think eventually it takes time and like with our podcast and you said with your stuff, it wasn't very many people that responded to yours and with ours, it took a little while. I remember our first few episodes had like three listeners, but it it took a while to get there. But you realize that when you open those doors and you're willing to put in the work and just say, hey, I'm here for whoever needs it and having that safe place, it really, people will come rushing in because that's what the world is really looking for, something to let them feel accepted and this world gives a lot of acceptance but we're just showing them god in the real way yes. to feel accepted. if you're willing to even take that light from out under the bushel like no you mm-hmm. may not see anything yet mm-hmm. but the fact that right. you're even willing to shine it and not hide it yeah right it's a testimony in itself i mean of mm-hmm. course you want to do more you want to do the best that you can but at the end of the day god's going to control that but you have to be willing to be bold enough to say, Hey, I'm here. Hey, like, I, I can I pray for you? You know, Hey, right. I'm here to do a Bible study, to do this or that, whatever the spirit leads you to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's exactly. just really amazing. Um, now I have a and, question about, Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead and. Uh, oh, sorry. Just let me get this off my chest. <laughs> like, like, uh, brother Elijah was saying, you know, this world is looking for a safe place. And I think young men need a safe place. Because, you know, we are the head of the household. We are, you know, the, the ones God chooses to lead. And it's, it's, it's important to know that we are, you know, we are the enemy's target. He's trying to take out young mm. men, this generation of Amen. young men. That is and, so true. And I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm, I tell you what, man, the enemy's after our generation of young men and young men and young women. But, mm-hmm. you know... I, I really I really feel like having a safe place for a guy really mm-hmm. goes a long way and it really pushes and encourages them to want to keep serving God. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, as men, you know, sometimes we can get consumed with guilt over having a lustful thought or you know, mm-hmm. things that men struggle with. That yeah. you know, sometimes it's yeah. not it's not easy for us to open up about yeah. it with our church or with, you know, our youth group. It's more it's more a little bit private and that's kind of what mm-hmm. we expose in the men of Allah. Like, Hey, let's talk about this. You know, let's, let's bring into light the things we're a little too ashamed of or embarrassed mm-hmm. to in front of a youth group or in front of our pastors or something, you know, obviously mm-hmm. not trying to keep nothing secretive, but just yeah. be a little bit, be, be, be that help that they need. So, mm-hmm. yes, I agree. Um, just to hear, you know, that you have a burden for that. But also, like, a lot of times, especially in this day and age, the role of the man in, in general is overlooked. I mean, everything is pushed on away, and I think it's very important to have ministry for both. But especially in this hour, as we're getting closer to the end times, just exactly. to have a place, not only that we come together, but also, like, hey, there's a safe space. I mean, even before, I would say there's a big attack on the man. A lot of times there's been a point to where 
you know, we're so focused on being a leader or so focused on acting like we have it all together that we have nobody to be our partner to sharpen us. So we have nobody to be our partner to be like, hey, I'm right. struggling with this. I need help. Mm-hmm. So right. I think that is, it's mm-hmm. it, and right now, I think, especially since it's transitioning, like the culture is transitioning. There's still almost like an in-between to where it's like there's some people it, we just need to still be men, you know, not. There's a difference between being a man and a woman. We still need to be men, but to have that, but also to have a safe space to where, like, hey, we actually care about you. Hey, mm-hmm. like, we're all in this together. This That exactly. unity, the unity you were talking about, mm-hmm. it's all extremely, extremely imper- important. I will uh, ask one really quick question. Um, so for the podcast, what made you want to record the Bible study? What made you want to change it from just being solely only a Bible study to being more of a podcast. I'm really glad that you did it. I've listened to some of them. They've been really good. But what led it to be a difference? Well, you know, I started to notice that the world started to open back up. You know, uh, we had been in quarantine for so long. You know, we had gotten used to the routine. And I said, you know what, man? There's young men that couldn't make it on Saturdays, but they wanted to hear the word. Or they, they, you know, the preaching was good, the word was good, and they wanted to share it with somebody. Um, so I said, you know what, man, let's, I'll, I'll record it and I'll, I'll turn it into a podcast. I think it'll be a little bit more easier, a little bit more flexible. I think that mm. the reach will be greater. And it's not, it's not for our glory. It's not for, oh, look what Henry's doing. No, it's, let's look at what God's doing. Mm-hmm. Look at what God can do through you. You know, look at, you know, to God be the glory of, you know, the, the the reach and the success of the men of valor podcast and i that's pretty much why we did it just a little bit more flexible a little bit more available and a greater uh reach for other young men that are out there yes and like you said i definitely get humility from your podcast because i remember when you had reached out to me before i actually got a chance to invite you to our podcast but i know like i (laughs) listened to and i was like I mean, who is even the, like, it was organized. Don't get me wrong. Like it, but it's just like, mm-hmm. it's a, it has like a community feel to it. Cause of course you mm-hmm. guys have a guest every week. You know, I know you said you're the mm-hmm. host, but I was like, you know, by like the beginning, you can tell like you're the leader, but it's like, you're not even, you know, trying to like, Oh, this is the Henry podcast where I have a guest. No, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's a very communal thing. I definitely don't get any sort of pride off of that. So I definitely want to bring that up. And Praise say, God. You know, it's, it's a good thing. And it, it feels like, you know, you're with a group of people. So mm-hmm. I definitely, it, it was definitely a unique feeling. Cause I remember listening to the first episode and I was like, Oh, like, this is like, I feel like I'm in a group of people. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. just like you yeah. listen to a podcast. It's like either just one person or them and their friend or yeah. just them right. and a, uh, them interviewing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I will say there's something definitely that was different about that podcast. So yeah, absolutely. I definitely we, enjoyed we, that. We try to make it like a little bit, you know, an open discussion. That way the listeners or other young men can get a little bit more information, you know, uh, off the speaker and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. hey, but it's glory to God, man. That's, that's great. All right. So... Just kind of to get at the midpoint of every interview, we're starting a tradition. It's called the, um, well, I can't say what it's called, but uh, before I, I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to have, was it five or 10 seconds? I can't remember. We we did, it's them, been a while since we did the last interview. I'm I trying to remember. Did five. I want to say it was five, five seconds. seconds. So, so you five. have five seconds to think about this question and then you have to give an answer. It's a fast one. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. I'm ready when you are. Okay. All right. So, say you have a Solomon encounter and God came to you and said you can have anything that you want in this moment. What would that be? Five, Dude. four. Uh, Lord, take me with you right now. <laughs> take me with you right now. Shoot. I think that's that's a really good that's one. A really <laughs> that's a really good one. one. Yeah. yeah. I would not hesitate. I, will, mm. I won't ask for anything else. Just take me with you right yeah, now. man. That's actually really good. Yeah, I think really I like that one, one because... Just, yeah, you don't really think about that because when you asked him, I mean, you just thought about the worldly applications, but when you really think about it, like, he's like, whatever, okay, shoot, I'll take me to heaven right now. I don't got to deal with this anymore. I don't even got to die, die, shoot. Let's go out there right yeah, now. That sounds amazing. Let's challenge, <laughs> really shows, you know, you. 
yeah. where your priorities are. You know, like this world is not your home. And I know mm-hmm. the longer yeah. I'm here, you kind of, if you read books like the book of Ecclesiastes, mm-hmm. you know, you really learn oh, that, like God. outside of the relationship <laughs> meaningless, with God, meaningless, all vanity, yeah. meaningless, like yeah. there's no point to this life without God. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. I mean, outside of that, it's to die is the game. So I mean, not to say, you don't want to kill yourself because it's mm-hmm. like going to end up yeah. well. You gonna, yeah. gonna get a little hot a little after suicide. that. You're gonna get a little hot. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I mean, if you don't want to get, if you don't want to burn up, you might not want to do it that way. But when if you do live a godly life and you have something to show for it, when that time comes, it's really not even a sad moment. It's a it's a celebration. But. Wow, that's I definitely was not expecting that because yeah, I know, a, good one. Yeah. You know so you, a lot of most of the answers that like I've done test runs mm-hmm. and even every other answer and even on the last podcast we did, but most of them no, nobody ever really thinks about. You know, they I've heard some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I've never heard anybody that had like. Uh, Mm-hmm. It's just a different answer. Good, like most like of the time, that. it's something for life, and that yeah, was like, oh, yeah. next life. And then he's like, like oh, okay. Oh, it's a different level type of answer. I Let's go. Really that's good. Really that's good. That. Yeah. And you answer quick because it's like we we always <laughs> say it's like it has to be five seconds because we don't want people to get all woke with it. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. What would yeah. you have actually said? <laughs> what was their actual? Right. You don't get time to be like, well, I, I just really want the wisdom you know. of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It kind of lets you know where a person's at, right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, and for our next question, um, do you have any uh, tips or, or nuggets that you could give to the people that are listening based off your own life and ministry? Absolutely, man. Uh, one thing I've learned is to have a really good relationship with God. There's no secret formula to, to be used of God. Um, it's simple. Just pray, you, you know, read your Bible fast, cut out some distractions, mm-hmm. have that tunnel vision. Um, the Bible says, seek ye first in Matthew six thirty three. seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all of these things shall be added unto you. I uh, just, some tips I would encourage anybody, uh, seek ye first the kingdom, prioritize the Lord. And watch how he opens doors in your favor. Watch how he uses you. Watch how he receives the glory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so always have a mindset of seeking first his kingdom. We, we, we have a generation, you know, we're generation Z. I've noticed that we're always so focused on making an impression rather than an impact. And I just want to encourage somebody like, don't don't have a mindset of wanting to make an impression. You know, it's good to have a good impression, but focus more on the impact. Don't be focused so much on who's watching what I'm doing, who's hearing my podcast, who's listening to my sermons, you know, who's who's looking at me pray. No, no, no. Just just seek ye first the kingdom. Make an impact where you are. If I can encourage somebody, anyone that's listening, like there God has placed a burden in you. And that is your calling. Like that is what he's called you to do. That burden that you feel inside of you, whatever mm-hmm. it is, start practicing it. Don't wait for doors to open. You know, mm-hmm. make your own opportunities. You know, God will open the doors once he sees you move. Once you take that step of faith, you know, God, God will move according to your faith. So I just want to encourage somebody to take that step. If you're waiting for a sign to get started in doing what God has called you to do, this is it. This is your sign. Teach that Bible study. Host that prayer meeting. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage mm-hmm. everybody that's listening, and you guys as well. You mm-hmm. guys are doing great with this podcast, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful you guys are doing this. I know it's going to be a great, you know, a, a great thing that God is going to push forward. Um, but I want to encourage those that are kind of stuck, not knowing what to do next or where to start. Start with prayer. Ask God, what do I do next, Lord? You know, um, start by prayer. Start with, you know, just taking the next step. Don't just sit around and wait for God to do everything for you. No, just, you know, do it. You know, get involved, get started. And, yeah. Wow, hopefully that amazing. encourages somebody. Hopefully, yeah. I don't. Wow. Hopefully, it's not too condemning. I just want to encourage <laughs> wow. the it's crowd. Too bad. You, know, like, you can't see our faces because yeah. our mouths drop yeah, when you wow. were just talking about making impact and not an impression. Mm-hmm. That is what Gen Z needs to hear. Mm-hmm. That is what Gen Z needs to hear. Like, 
I'm and according you, to the man. measure of your faith, I'm just sitting here like, wow, like Mike, he, he shot, yeah. like I saw him get the mic drop hand sign. I was like, yeah. wow, like he could just hit the podcast right here. Yeah, like, this is amazing. Wow. That is, that was, I'm telling you, like, it's time we get started because the world is hanging on to us. Mm-hmm. There's somebody hanging on to you. You know, um, your environment needs you. Your youth group needs you. Your school needs you. Your job needs you. This world needs us. It needs us to take that step. It needs us to move forward. The Lord spoke to me last year in 2020 mm-hmm. in May. He spoke to me. He said, son, he said, your father died due to a generational curse. Mm-hmm. He said, I broke that curse. He said, because I knew that if you died, your whole generation would have died with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell somebody, the reason I stand here, the reason you stand here is because we could have died at any given moment, but God let mm-hmm. us live for a reason. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. And mm-hmm. I'm telling the listeners right now, like you have a purpose, you have a calling, you know, don't take it for granted. Don't, you know, be um, confident in what God has called you to do and do it because the truth is somebody's hanging on to you and mm-hmm. it could be your friends it could be your family it could be your co-workers and the reason that you are where you are is because God is because God has placed you there for, for a reason like if you just think mm-hmm. about it like I, I hopefully I'm not going too far but no, no, I just good. really want to share this like mm-hmm. like God could have chosen to put us in any moment of time Mm-hmm. in any moment of time. I, I really hope the listeners are hearing because mm-hmm. he could have chosen to put us in 1930. You know, mm-hmm. he could have chosen to put us in 1700s. He could have chosen to put us in when, when he was around, when Jesus was here, mm-hmm. when during Paul's time, during, you know, Noah, whatever. But he chose to put us in 2020. And do you want to know why? Because he trusts us for this time. He said, mm-hmm. he looked at you, brother Armani. He looked at you, brother Elijah. He looked at me. He looked at our generation and said, mm-hmm. I can trust them for the troubles that are about wow. to come. That, yeah. Oh man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. trust them for the, for such a time as this. Yeah. That's, that's wow. why we're here. And I just want to encourage somebody if God can trust you for these end times, then what are you waiting for to get started? Mm-hmm. That's yes. your that's your green light. That's your hall pass to go and do what you've been called and created and anointed and selected mm. to do. Man, that is mm. that is so 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 powerful. And you know, I think a lot of people forget. You know, when you're put in a position, God trusts you. Why don't you trust Him? It's, the Bible keeps right. telling you, trust the Lord, have faith in the Lord, mm-hmm. have faith trust in, what in the Lord. Through you. Mm-hmm. So that right. is just so 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 deep yeah <laughs> so deep man I, <laughs> sorry definitely being led by the spirit right here yeah okay? so it's like oh wow let me write that down write that down yes <laughs> yes it's, it's just amazing so um i want to ask you how would you say i guess it's kind of a t- two-fold question so how would you say What's your up? life is like being a disciple and then what would you define being a disciple personally i guess you can kind of do that how answer that however where you want to answer right. that. So I'll answer what it's like being a disciple. You know, I'm always learning. The Lord has been gracious by, you know, giving me some sort of wisdom and knowledge, mm. understanding, revelation. Uh, always keep an open mind. Don't be prideful and think you know everything because the truth is we don't. Mm. Um, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not into your own understanding don't think you know it all don't think you have it all always be willing to submit to your leadership always be willing to learn more and you know to all my preacher guys out there if you're a preacher and somebody's preaching something you already know support them receive Mm -hmm. that word don't be don't be prideful or bitter like oh i already know this you know Mm -hmm. you never you never stop learning you know you never stop learning you never stop growing we're just like plants Mm -hmm. we're like trees you know, small trees that are beginning to blossom and grow. We're very fragile. And, you know, whenever you think you know everything, it's kind of like your self-destruction. You kind of just mm-hmm. rot the tree. The Bible says that each person will be known by its fruit. So hopefully we're growing into, you know, being very 
fruitful in the spirit. But anyways, oh gosh, oh gosh, let me answer the question. Being a disciple, it's it's been a ride, man. You know, I, I yeah, uh, got to submit, man. You got to stay submitted. Uh, I love learning. I absolutely love learning everything and anything I can in scripture, in you know history. Uh, Greek and Hebrew, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been, it's been definitely a ride before the Lord decided to, you know, allow me to be used in any type of platform. First, you know, I had to go through, you know, submission and I had to be submitted to my leadership and, and everything I did, guys, you know, I'm still a disciple. Any, anything and everything I do, even when I have a guest speaker on the podcast, I let my pastor know, Hey, um, are you okay with me having the speaker on? Hey, pastor, I'm starting a podcast. You know, pastor, I got invited to preach here or teach there. You know, it's always good to stay submitted and have that stamp of approval because that's what God is looking mm-hmm. for. He's looking for people that are submitted. You know, you look at David, you know, before he became a king, he was a shepherd of sheep. The dude stank. He was at the lowest, you know, he was always, you know, uh, what is that? What is that word? He was always, uh, he was always looked less of and, you know, he stayed humble. He stayed doing what he knew to do best. And the Lord lifted him up, turned him into a king. Sure. He felt, but Hey, the Bible says that there was no king like David. The Bible also says that he was a man after God's own heart. So, you know, before we, but if, Okay, this is what my friend told me. He said, mm-hmm. if, if someone can't replace your, uh, you know, discipleship, like for, per se, uh, brother Amani, I'm discipling him. If mm-hmm. he can't, if, if he, if he can't replace my position, then mm-hmm. I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have to make sure you're discipling properly. Position yourself, mm-hmm. uh, um, in a, in a, in a demand form to the Lord, like, Hey God, I'm discipling this person. I need you to give me a word. Cause you know, mm-hmm. and, and when you disciple somebody, you, you're really forced to be in that position of demand. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, on the men of valid podcast, uh, evangelist Islet, uh, uh, Isol Kifle, he, he taught about that. So if you guys want to listen mm-hmm. to a little bit more about discipleship, y'all can definitely give him a listen, awesome. but yeah. That's pretty much my experience. Just, you know, stay submitted. It's not always fun. It's not always perfect. But hey, man, there's great reward in obedience and submission. So it's not going to be easy, but it's definitely going to be very rewarding. So, yes, very humbling, humbling thing. But it's important. It's important to be humble. Exactly. So I guess this next question, uh, you can make this extremely deep, I guess, if you wanted to drop anything <laughs> else deep. But if you were a philosopher, what would your life philosophy be? What would be, I don't know, if you were a philosopher like Aristotle, <laughs> maybe Christian version, though. Christian like version. Philosopher Flores or something. Philosopher <laughs> Flores. Philosopher Hanker Flores. What would your philosophy be? My philosophy. No, that's a really good question. Um, do you want to give me some examples of what y'all would be? And then I'll give y'all an example of what okay. I would be. Um, I know one thing I've said a lot in this podcast, which is something that radically, radically changed my relationship with God and all that. And this is after I started one, because I, I, I mean, I didn't really go through everything you went through, but I think even though when you're in the radius of God and you grow up in church, you kind of have that deception that you're okay mm-hmm. when it's not, right. you know, it takes more than that. You actually need to have a prayer life. It's not okay to just go to church. Like that's not good enough. But I mean, eventually right. after, you know, I actually started to realize, oh no, you can, you can have the Holy Ghost in your house. You don't have to go to the church to do that. Oh, you can do this at your house. But after that, I know one thing that really changed my mind on a lot of things. And honestly, this is when I really started to start to truly understand some stuff in the Bible. I don't understand everything. I don't know everything. I don't really claim to do so. But it was, I remember, I kind of remember hearing this in prayer and this has radically changed it. But it, if I put it in a quote form, I would say it's when you understand that you won't understand everything, that's when you understand what it's like with walking with God. You're not always going to know what's coming up. Understanding you don't understand. Know, yeah. Right. 
what's going on. But if you can trust, even without full understanding, and I don't necessarily fully agree with just doing completely everything blind. I don't think everything requires quote unquote blind faith, but faith is already kind of blind. It already kind of requires hope. So you're not going to understand everything. I think we should seek to understand. I think we should seek wisdom. But are you able to trust him without knowing all the details? Mm-hmm. Are you able to trust him that that's good? You know, you're not going to understand everything. Are you able to trust the fact that God didn't reveal it to you yet for a reason? Yeah. I know recently I've been praying for Revelation more. I never really thought to include an announcement in my daily prayer for Revelation. Exactly. But even outside of that, God doesn't always tell you everything for a reason, and He has to mm-hmm. leave some room for hope. He has to leave some room for faith. Yeah. So just not understanding everything, but being okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. And right. I would say for, for me, um, I've actually developed mine throughout this podcast. There was an episode that really made me, and I, I take this into heart so much now. It, we talked about faking. You can fake a lot of things. You can fake, but you can't fake faithfulness. Yeah. So you, and so I think that's kind of what I've really gotten into recently is my living my philosophy is, is I need to not be living that life of being fake because you can push it so far, but you can't fake being faithful. Being faithful is taking that time and dedication and putting it into God. And you have to put it into God or the results will be shown. And so really my philosophy has been just making sure that I'm not taking the steps of just halfway doing everything, but doing everything to the full extent to not just faking it, but to being truly faithful in it. Wow, that's really good. That's so true, bro. You can't fake faithfulness. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the title of my next sermon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Wow. Well, I guess I would say kind of my philosophy, um, if there's something that God has revealed to me, and I'm so thankful for, humbled by, and, you know, privileged, uh, is His grace, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if I could just... If the world could just have a revelation of God's grace, have a clear understanding of what grace is, like, mm. I think, I think it would be such a different place, you know? Mm. Um, I preached the, I preached a sermon the other day called Guilt to Grace because that's what the Lord had spoken to me one day. I, um, I was reading a book. And as I got up to go use the restroom, like every guy, um, I took like two steps, bro. And I kid you not, as I closed my eyes, the Lord showed me a vision of me and we were both walking. Like I couldn't see God, man. I'm not going to be like, Mm. yeah, he has a beard. I don't know, (laughs) but he has a very glorious aspect. And Mm. I remember walking side by side with him. He was holding my hand and God was always looking ahead. If there's something about him is that he doesn't look sideways. The Bible says there is none beside him. There is none before him. Mm. And he doesn't know what defeat is. He's always victorious. So he's always looking ahead. And in this vision, I was looking behind me. And it's like God was kind of like picking me up. Like, hey, look at what's in front of you. And Mm. sometimes I think that we're so consumed with guilt and shame and disgust and and all the past things we've done before we're so consumed by our mistakes and our failures that we don't focus on our future and i feel like that would be something i would be great at just talking about grace the grace of god like i I like to think of the grace of god as the universe like the entire galaxy Mm. and just look at one of my sins and transgressions as a grain of sand and i'm like you know god's grace is sufficient Yes. And the Bible says, come before him, come before the throne room of grace boldly. Mm. And that doesn't mean I'm going to go out there and sin and get all, you know, crazy, but it just means that I stay mm. mindful. The Bible says, rejoice not against me, O my enemy, for when I fall, I mm. shall arise. Mm-hmm. Wow, David yeah. said in Psalms 32, he said, I said to myself, I will confess my sins. Oh, let me read it because I, I always water things down. It says in Psalms 32, verse 5, he's like, Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Mm. 
So I think I would I would be uh, what was that word philosopher in grace mm-hmm. and not guilt just wow. that that deep uh, mm. revelation of, of, yeah. of grace. So, I really so like, hopefully that answered the question. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was that was good. good. I really like you saying you know if everybody had that revelation of grace, this world would be a different place. Mm-hmm. I really exactly. agree. We really need to understand that. Yeah, and absolutely. And and for for a last question, we want to just dive into what what is your vision or what do you plan on doing or whatever um for you for the future? What what are your plans and visions for your ministry and and anything in your life to do in the future? Right. Well, I hope to get married one day. <laughs> I have faith come on now Amen. <laughs> the substance of things hoped for she's Amen. in florida so i'm praying the lord will keep blinding her until we're married so. um, um, but um the lord has he's he's called me to uh to be a shepherd so i'm looking forward to being a pastor one of these days i'm looking forward to uh to, you know, just shepherd his people, lead his people. That's kind of my vision, you know, kind of what the vision that God has given me. Um, so just be a, you know, pastor, a shepherd, and more than that, you know, a servant. Mm-hmm. I always, I always want to have that servant, uh, um, that servant spirit. Um, so my vision is simple, just do the Lord's will, move his kingdom forward, build the empire, you know, get married, uh, <laughs> keep doing contracting and real estate, um, keep teaching, preaching, serving in any way, shape, or form I can. It doesn't always have to revolve around just pulpit or mm-hmm. teaching ministries, you know, evangelism, whatever the Lord, you know, allows me to do so. Yeah. That's kind of my vision, my future, just to keep being a servant and doing the will of the Lord and get hitched while I'm at it. So. <laughs> that is so good. You know, and also, you know, it's so important to be, stay a servant. It's important to stay right. humble. Jesus was a servant. Mm-hmm. It, it Jesus was, yeah. Up. He came yeah. to serve. Imagine Jesus. Like, imagine yeah. how humble he was. I, right. I feel so yeah. prideful just even saying the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he is God manifesting in flesh, came to serve, to die and to resurrect for us. Like, dude, it's just, it, you know, that should be something we should get inspired by, you know, yeah. like be more like Jesus. So, Amen. but yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Wow. wow, that is so good. And if I could kind of almost expound on that question, what else do you, what do you really see? Like, I mean, I guess, for your community and really like, the world at large. What do you oh, really Okay. A vision for like the world? Yeah. World, um, your community, and, all that. Well, you know, I would really like to reach my community. I guess those things are just easier said than done, you know, yes, but really really be intentional about outreach and being a servant to the community because i'm telling you guys like we're the only jesus people will see the only bible people will read and it's important you know i'm preaching to myself right now like Mm -hmm. hey henry you know (laughs) don't just be a sayer of the word but do you be a doer you know go out there and do more for the world because i would really you know hope to make an impact in the world somehow you know with the podcast with Mm -hmm. the ministry to god be the glory and you know from my community, just the vision. Hopefully they start coming to our church when we start evangelizing again. Um, mm. cause we haven't been able to do much due to the COVID outbreak and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, so, and now the new variant is out. Mm. So I'm just praying for God to, you know, open some doors that we can uniquely go through to be able to reach this world. Because, you know, if we're not doing it for a lot for the world, then what are we really doing it for? Mm-hmm. just to justify our righteousness like oh yeah you know i'm doing all this um justified you know no if there's a world out there there's souls that jesus longs for that desires to have fellowship and relationship with him and he's entrusted us to lead to guide to instruct to direct them to his presence so i guess we've been given a responsibility we've been trusted and I pray that, you know, my vision always stays aligned with the one God has, which is mm-hmm. reaching the lost, filling them with his spirit, you know, uh, whatnot. So 
Yeah, that that's pretty much me in a nutshell. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask, like, what are my visions for, like, my secular life, which mm. I will gladly answer. <laughs> but, <laughs> this is the segue right here. <laughs> but, my, you know, secularly, I would, I would also, you know, continue doing, you know, contracting and uh, get more involved in real estate investment in cryptocurrency, mm. obviously. Yeah. Wow. That's where the world's headed. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, dude. Get mm-hmm. ready, bro, because uh, mm-hmm. invest in your Shiba Inu now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get hacked. I know. Yeah. Every time I see Cash, yeah. I post it on Instagram. I'm like, they got hacked. <laughs> they got hacked. I they know don't. that's right, man. Yeah, so make sure you really, just... really are doing, like, if you're dealing with people, make sure you know them. Yeah, and you do right. it. It is. It is. A, it's really where the where the money's going. So that is really good. Sure. But it's very exciting, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So just to close out, would you mind closing us out in this podcast with prayer? I don't know if you would like to lead that. Absolutely, bro. It'd be my honor. Um, so whoever you are, wherever you are, if you're in your car, in your you know room, if you're jogging, just join in with me in prayer today. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. I want to thank you, Jesus, for bringing us here together, God. I want to thank you for, you know, Lord, bringing us all here together. My brother Amani, my brother uh, Elijah, thank you for their vision, their burden, their passion, their desire to start this podcast, to start Piscato's Bros. I I plead your blood over them, and I pray blessings in their life. And to every listener, God, that is listening, Heavenly Father, I pray that that your word will impact their lives that hopefully through this podcast they can be encouraged god to to go back to your you know presence to go to church to start a bible study i pray that you baptize them with boldness heavenly father to start a p7 club a cmi a prayer meeting whatever it is god that you've inspired them to do that they can start doing it right now in this instant that as soon as this this podcast episodes ends they can call their pastor they can call their youth leaders they can call their youth groups and say let's start a bible study let's start an outreach team let's do what god has called us to do i pray for that boldness right now oh god i pray for that passion and desire that will resonate within our souls to push us forward in this end time god i pray for unity i pray that you bind us together in love i pray that we can set aside our distractions that we can set aside the things that separate us but that we can come together in unity and move your kingdom forward heavenly father i thank you for the impact i thank you for your word i thank you for your spirit i thank you so much god for my brothers and sisters that are listening to this podcast i plead your blood over them god and i pray that you prepare us for what is to come for these new seasons of life heavenly father in the name of jesus i pray Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Yes, praise God. Well, Brother Flores, Brother Henry, let me tell you all about that, man. I yeah, never said why. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so when I was when I was in middle school, I was in seventh grade, I joined a game. Uh, so, I've, mind you, I used to live on the north side of San Antonio, and I moved to the south side. So, when south I moved side, to the south, south side. <laughs> south side. <laughs> so, when I moved down south, you know, it's the ghetto, man. You know, you got a bunch of gangs and drugs and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. I, I was forced to join a gang. I've always been skinny and short. So, well, that was until I turned a junior in high school. I, like, grew and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I joined a gang. It was called uh, EKT, Exotic Known Taggers. And my name went from being Henry to Ricky. And that was my tagging name, Ricky. And I spiced things up when I got to high school. I said, you know what? It's going to be Ricky Licious. So, like, it's delicious, but it's mm. Ricky. So, I'm delicious. Nice. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. Oh, or Lord. I do not. <laughs> uh, so, that's that was, that's that amazing. <laughs> That wow. was my Instagram name for many years until I, you know, got saved and I was like, this is inappropriate. What are people going to think? 
We're like, <laughs> so <laughs> now oh, it's God. Henry Licious. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm. no yeah, I used to be called uh, Ricky. And, and now my, my legal name is Enrique. I'm actually Mexican and a Spaniard. So mm. I, have, I have a Spanish name, Enrique. And, mm. um, you know, uh, the United States, Texas forced me to say Henry now. So <laughs> it's been. Uh, but I, I like Henry. I think it's easier to say and it's shorter and it just sounds better. So that's that's the background of Ricky Licious and my names. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that we <laughs> that is, that's wow. an interesting story. There you go. Wow. I'm that's telling awesome. you, dude. <laughs> God'll change your life. Change your life. Change your name. Amen. Come on. Yeah, God'll change it, man. Come on. Somebody. <laughs> He'll change your identity. You'll change everything. He won't change your bank account or credit score. Just hate to break it to you. <laughs> maybe, or, maybe or if you have a relationship status. I have yeah. faith that tomorrow morning I will wake up and I will have a million dollars. Oh, hallelujah. I pray. <laughs> I pray the same thing. Elijah's like, I want it. Oh, yes. Yes. Name a claimant now. <laughs> but yes, we, Come we're on, so. Now. So, so grateful to have you on the podcast. And like you said, this is, I'm, I feel like we say this a lot. And I was mm. so, like, I was like, man, I'm so glad he's saying this mm. in the middle of the podcast. This is your sign. This is your sign. Mm. If you needed to start a podcast, if you needed to start a Bible study, if you sure, want to start sure. a prayer ministry, this is the sign. Quit looking. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't, God doesn't always need to tell you what to do. Now, I will say, pray about stuff. Go to your exactly. go to your leaders about stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's not always. Oh, there's gonna be. He's not always gonna be like Gideon. He's not always gonna make fire come down from heaven to make mm-hmm. you know. Okay, this is when I need to start. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to go out by faith and to start that ministry. But once again, we thank all of you guys for coming back to the Deeper Waters podcast for listening to us, and we thank you once again, Henry. Yes. Henry. So angry. Henry. Hey, we were so blessed Henry. to have have you today, man. It was so awesome to really felt like we were sitting in on learning something. We always talk about that at the end of every episode, how we felt like we're learning stuff from this podcast. And today just felt like in a, sitting in on some preaching. It was wonderful. Yeah. So it's nice to be on the other end. Like, you know, I mean, we still got a guy in the podcast. It's yeah. like, you know, you can go ahead and talk listen. something. Yeah, go ahead it was and- awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely, man. man a good time as always we appreciate you we appreciate everyone who's listening and i hope that you guys all have a wonderful and blessed rest of your day god bless god bless